Welcome to episode 168 of Tactical Crouch and the inaugural Crouchies. It is indeed the show we didn't tell you was going to happen, but it is. I mean, you knew the show was going to happen today, but you didn't know that it was going to be the Crouchies because we didn't totally know it's going to be the Crouchies. Yeah, because we didn't know it was going to be the Crouchies. But so how are we supposed to tell you? For those of you uh, who don't, uh, first time here, this is Tactical Crouch for a competitive Overwatch podcast. I'm Kick Tripod, Yiska, Volamel, both here. Yiska looking good with his thank you button down, open up, showing off the maroon shirt. Maroon, maroon. It looks maroonish. I have, to me. dude, like I, like I have like three words for colors, and this man just said maroon. He looks at everything. I feel, in like, primary I feel like maroon is not that obscure of a color. It's like it's, it's it's if you say name one other shade of red besides red, you say maroon. Bright red. Besides like a a, a, a dark red. A, besides like a different version Bordeaux. of red. No Bordeaux. one says Bordeaux. <laughs> you bored dummy. Jeez. Uh, anyways, you're looking nice. Um, but today is all about the Crouchies. What that is, is a pre-season award show where we go through some various categories going into the 2021 season. Some of these are categories for performances in the off season. Some of these are pre-giving, uh, and preemptive awards for what we think are going to happen during the season itself. It's going to be a ton of fun. And then, of course, next week, we are going to be getting into our power rankings. And how we're going to be doing power rankings this year is that we're going to be taking it by uh, both divisions. So the North America division, the Asia division, and or whatever is called East and West division. Sorry. And yeah, it's East and West, but you get the point. Everybody, you get, you it's, get it. it's, it's NA and Asia. Come on. Anyways, we're going to be taking those, breaking them apart separately. I believe we're doing North America first. I believe we're doing um, East second. So bear that in mind. West second. What? Anyways. We'll we're figure it doing out. Asia Just second, show up next week. Uh, starting next week. If you want to be included, one of the cool things is that we're actually going to compare some of our rankings to uh, our community. And if you want to be a part of that, I believe we've got a tool set up in discord.me slash tactical crouch. Uh, where you can fill out your power rankings and it will kind of look and compare to ours. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Who says Merlot? Burgundy. Burgundy is a good one. Boo Manfu. Moonlight Red is not a good one. Sangria. Now Boo Manfu is just listing off alcohol. Yeah. Yep. So I know how your Wednesday is going. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully. Anyway, Scarlet, probably. Anyways, it's going to be a fun show today. Um, we also, Joe, so we, we've got anime night coming up, right? We do. I completely spaced out last week, um, but I've left a note so I can at least announce that uh, the, the show that we're going to be watching this week is called Bung Ho Stray Dogs, as voted by the community. 
um, and as recommended by a friend of the show, Kenobi, um, he seemed to have liked it. So I put that in the list and it got quite a few votes. And we're going to be watching episodes one through four. Um, do Friday. Get your homework in. If not, you're getting zeros. You know the drill. Um, and, you know, if we have the, the want or need for it, we can watch uh, episode five together um, and discuss everything. Bung Ho, Stray Dogs related, anime, nerd culture, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. Friday's a good show, and I will not be late. I will not double book I, and forget. And I, yeah, so I good. hope it's a little bit more exciting in the first couple of episodes than Violet ever. <laughs> you know, I heard more good like things. ever snoring. Am I right? <laughs> uh, two times speed, and like I was still <laughs> bored. So I, I know next to nothing about it. Hi, so this. Nice. Yes. Yes, that's right. What, was it worth the three grand you've paid for that? <laughs> that was it three grand? Yeah. Takai. <laughs> Takai, Takai, Takai. Yeah, I only know perverted words, so we don't want to start this. We know, we know. <laughs> You're the new pervy sage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyways. Back, I know. Let's. <laughs> so we're going to be watching. <laughs> we're going to be watching that. Uh, that's going to be fun. Well, we're going to play some games after. The last time, I have to admit, I fell asleep. I mean, um, like, as we were preparing. So we were waiting. We, we ended up waiting for Joe, didn't we? For like, yeah, an I had booked an interview. So we waited, about, and yeah. I was already exhausted. And I ended up falling asleep. Uh, but this time, we're actually going to discuss the show and then play some games. And the good news is, is that I, I can pretty much stream the game part of it now, so my computer can handle it. There we go. He's I won't be able to go that long. I have an interview set up at some point late, pretty late. I don't think we will go that long, so it shouldn't. Shouldn't. We just need to get a couple rounds of Jackbox in. It's been a while. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So that's going to be happening. By the way, big thank you to our patron producers. Refine Bean, Ferdino, Battle Crab, Lotion, Rex Zane, Sir Girthalot, Park Chop, Pork Chop, Sammy, Kasha67, Shar, Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, Bronzebot, Boohow, Hotel Bravo11, brand new patron producer. Thank you for supporting the show. We love you all. If you're like, hey, I like the show, I want to support it, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch, sign up for as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to $25 a month, depending on how much you like the show. We've got some cool perks for you along the way. You could also subscribe right here at twitch.tv slash kick tripod, just like Fredino and Adriac have already during this show. Uh, you can do so and you'll see your name circulate on the subs list thing in uh, during the episode that you sub. So that's kind of really cool. Otherwise, we also have a tip button down below, down below if you just want to do a one-time little tip deal. You could totally do that as well. We had a couple of people ask if they could just do that rather than committing to something recurring, and that makes total sense. Whoo! All right. I'm not going to lie. Cool. I know next week are power rankings, but okay. can, can we just talk about how good our power rankings are? And every time someone's like, it's just random. It's astrology. Nobody knows what they're talking about. I laugh. Because we are so good at it. We're doing yeah. we're doing astronomy while everybody else is doing astrology. Great. Some people are doing it for content. We're Some doing people science. Try to 
Well, try to cook the books. It to witchcraft. Yep. Better dice rollers. Hog. We, um, we do be gambling. So to be fair, um, the, the, we, we get around into power ranking time and it's a tut. Power rankings are so much fun to me because they're largely arbitrary. They don't dictate how well you actually know the game. But at the same time, when you get them right, there's nothing more satisfying. And um, it's uh, re, re... Oh, man, what's the word? Where you're, you're, you're doubting yourself and then you get a new piece of information that's like, no, you're okay. Reassuring. There's nothing more reassuring than getting your power rankings right. And uh, we do it more, more consistently and better than just about anybody else in the scene. So, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. There we go. We're like, oh, to be fair. No, 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 no. To be in fair. this discussion, right? Like, Scrimbox are pretty good. It's also, yes, like the, the inductive, like how, what, how good is that roster based on the empirical evidence that we've seen of each individual player. I think a lot of people actually under misestimating the OTC, the organizational throw coefficient, where the, <laughs> it works, the way, the, <laughs> the strength of some organizations to completely like mismanage rosters is such a big multiplier that it basically weighs as much as scrim uh, scrim bucks, right? Yeah. So, and of course, there's there's a ton uh, of other factors. Like we had travel, that was a big one. If you know how the uh, the teams are set up with their pri uh, personal setups, if you know the visa situation, that might be something that is very useful towards your. Uh, power rankings and what the condition will be the team will be playing in, what kind of ping ranges uh, will be expected at the start of the season. There's just a lot of factors that you can f uh, factor in. And yes, Scrimbox is not that amazing on its surface, but eventually patterns emerge, and this won't help you in preseason uh, power rankings too much. But over the season, you will see, okay, this team, like for instance, like Atlanta and Houston will did very well in scrims last season. Then you do know that it doesn't necessarily translate to the live matches. So you take that into account. You know that Shock sometimes completely underperforms in scrims, then changes a strategy on a dime and just like breaks everyone. That's mm. the pattern that you can observe and uh, value into your scrim, uh, scrim box. So they aren't bad. They actually aren't bad as indicators um, of performance. And um, there is some skeptical part. I think the, the, the important thing to understand about Scrimbox is the following. Yes, you hear when Scrimbox is BS, right? Like, we know the Zephyr stories. We know, like, the Houston stories. We know, like, the tweets of coaches saying we... We didn't lose a scrum before, like playing Boston Uprising, and then you know when Dream Train did that. Mm -hmm. That's all legitimate, right? Um, and I lost my train of thought. Very nice. Um, Good one. Thanks. I mean, don't you have a, a pretty legendary comment when it comes to scrim bucks where everybody equals one hundred percent, like ninety percent of the time? Like, yeah, everybody's I mean, winning scrims. Come on, for sure. You got a value in um, like scrim math as well. Um, but yeah, like it's it's not a terrible metric 
Um, and oh yeah, that's what was my point. You guys only hear when the anomalies happen. Like, I think people should be more aware of where they don't hear about the anomalies. We we're like aware of like four to five like Scrimbox anomaly stories per season. Sure, we have twenty teams. Yeah, the rest apparently perform pretty regularly. Therefore, how terrible can it really be, right? So yeah, uh, that's like, just like by what you don't hear, you should be able to sort of tell the full story uh, and just have a better idea where things are going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, all I was doing was just bragging a little bit about how good we are at Scrim, um, or not Scrim Bucks, uh, power uh, rankings. I mean, mine didn't count last season. Like Because mine were better than yours. They weren't. They were. I was the best known analyst. Uh, known I don't name. get included in the analyst rankings for these things, <laughs> which is also a travesty, by the way. Start including me in the analyst things. Just because I'm an idiot doesn't mean I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. Sit on that a little bit. Put that in your pipe and I'm saying smoke it. Basically, what I do is I see yours and Joe's ahead of time, combine the two, and then beat you both. I'm like, oh, I yeah. like Joe's take here. Yeah. I like Yiska's take here. Combine the two. Put them together. You got a winning formula. Yeah. There you go. Also, you usually don't. You usually don't have like something like with me with Chengdu and Joe with Paris. It's true. It's true. Like I, I, check, I check the emotions at the door, except for Toronto Defiant, which they can, you know, sit down in, in 20, no matter what. The, the, the old number 13 coming in at the Toronto Defiant. The funny thing is, is that some of these preliminary pre uh, power rankings have them very close to the bottom. So I'm like, yes, I'm not even going to yeah. that much for doing That's that. That's some of my favorite part of this preseason. Like, there's a lot of people sharing pre uh, like power rankings, and they're wildly different. Yeah. Like, really, really hot, heavily different. Right? Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. There's been a couple surprises, I think, um, that then people were expecting. Um, but we probably shouldn't talk about that. Let's talk about the the crouchies, crouchies. Let's talk about the crouchies. Do have some awards? Let's give out. So the 2021 Crouchies is all about celebrating uh, whatever, whatever the f*** you want, honestly. We want to give out some <laughs> awards and trophies, uh, talk about some interesting things before we get into the preseason, get into the power rankings. And the Crouchies are our way to do that. We've got a variety of categories that we want to hand out awards to, varying from very important and having a ton of weight to being just the dumbest award that you've ever heard in your life. It will all be covered here. Don't you worry. Um, let's let's start out with an easy one, shall we? Let's go. The most a little bit of room to be mad at Joe. Not go on. Interesting. Sorry. Already picking fights. All right, <laughs> here we go. Sounds like Yiska. Most improved team from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Most improved right. team from 2020 to 2021. Mm. What do you want to say, Joe? I think there's only one correct answer. 
and it doesn't include anything but pineapple on pizza. What? Exactly. <laughs> already mad! I'm already mad! Because there's at least three correct answers, and I think the one that you're thinking of is the least correct answer. I think so, too. But we'll see. Let's, who is we'll it? see. We'll see. Say the name. So, for my money, in terms of not only the team, but the organization, and I know that's it. adding a little, bit of, a little bit of juice, a little bit extra credit, I think the Washington Justice is okay, easily okay. the most improved. Oof. I thought you were going to say the, uh, the fuel. No. I mean, come on. This is coming from the guy who said they wouldn't even be top five. Again, right. I stand by my take. I said, remind me when. Thank you. I'll, I'll take my, my uh, yes coin at the door, please. Right. Now, Achilles, I will ban you if you say Toronto. I'm not even joking. No. Toronto. You will get banned. No, we're close. <laughs> no, the, the thing is, I think there's some semantics in there. Okay. Because, you know, like, 2020 to 2021, like, some, some nerd will be sitting in the comments going like, well, um... They actually made it quite Absolutely. far in the playoffs. Thank you very much. Like, uh, how good, how much could they have improved uh, like from top three and eight, you know? Like, no, they were 19th, bro. 19th and in the they regular were, season standing. Yeah. Yeah. They were so, not supposed to be in playoffs. But because of COVID, everybody got a chance to be in playoffs, and that opened them up for another stage four esque run. Yep. Now we're looking at stage four all season, baby. Hard to argue. Now, yes, they will like they will basically like turn around the the standings. I think like they will actually yeah. like go the other side. Now, I have another name, Joe, that could be considered. What team made? That I actually have two remember? other names that we might. Yeah, consider. somehow I knew you were going to go. Just say half the league, Yiska. Really hedge your bets, make it really entertaining. <laughs> I mean, okay, first off, there's a team that was worse. Than the Washington Justice in 2020. Sure, did they improve? And they were much worse than the Washington Justice in 2020. And yeah. I do think they have improved. As much? That's the uprising. Not as much, no. All right, then. probably Thank not. You. Not but as they much. They also were Most improved, worse. though. You know what I'm saying? They were worse than. Agreed. So they start from a lower spot, right? They're not getting there, right? Once again, this is for the little troll. I'm glad you're in the comments. Hell. I'm glad you're handing out second place trophies. You know, while we're handing out first place, you know, uh, crowning champions, giving the crowd cheese, you can hand out the runners up. That's fine. Right? Yeah. No, no. Like my my first choice would be justice. All uh, right. I think we're all in agreement. I think there are other like, for instance, Houston could be a team that we uh, consider in there. Really? Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think they they can, they could potentially peak pretty high. Um, I will say, like, I think a lot of people had like the gut feeling when you say this. Like, it, I think even the Twitter comments were a lot like Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. On paper, that's probably not that bad. Like th that team is obviously very much improved. Yeah, right? sure. Exe, they, Sparkle, Fearless, Hanbin, Fielder, I think Rappel, they're more improved Jexa, than Boston. I'll like. Those are some big signings, and last year you would have to twist my arm to find a lot of negative things to say about any of those players individually. XZ was was a, a rookie of the year candidate. Uh, Sparkle 
Another one, Fearless, one of the best tanks in the game. Hanbin, I think, was an argument for the one of the best, if not the best, off tank in the game. I wasn't so high on Fielder, but a lot of people loved Fielder. Um, mm. Repel and Jexa from the Houston Outlaws, which was one of the only good parts of the Outlaws in the previous season. Like, I'm sorry, but as much as I, like, on paper, this should be a bomb-ass team that should, on paper, based on everything we've said about this team, should make it a top three team NA. It should. Will it? I don't think yeah. it's going to. And that's the <laughs> thing you. that freaking sucks. Because I'm the Love same thing. You. I was like, I was going to come in we'll here because you. I knew that Justice feels like the really easy one. Uh, you take a 19th place team, yeah. whereas the Dallas Fuel, when you look at it, you remember them as a lot worse than 9 and 12. Yeah. I really I mean, do. I remember the, that the as... start of the season was pretty competitive. I mean, you look at like week one last season, like they were taking shock pretty close. Like I remember some very competitive games early on last season. So not a terrible team. They just became terrible. So, yeah. And so like and there might be just something in the fuel water that just means that there there's never going to be a winning team out of there. But at the same time. On mm. paper, you can't look at any single one of these new additions. It's weird when Repel and Jexa, specifically like Repel, are like the most questionable upgrades on the roster yeah. for me. Yeah, I think like also people need to consider like Fielder is now offline, was of course playing online famously. Nope. Um, that's, that's an expected upgrade. You also have to th say, like, yes, I see a lot of people ranking them based on Scrimbuck's input pretty low. I don't think that necessarily for that team in particular has to say much just yet. yet. But I also don't see them being too, super consistent over the season. But much like Paris, I think they have like... They can peak. Cracked yes. peak performance. Potential, 100%. Right? If they, so, when they land, they're going to land really hard. Like... Yeah. I do want to be contrarian then, though, and see say that the Dallas Fuel are going to overcome that this year. And they are actually going to be the most Hopefully. improved. Mm. Hopefully. And oh, really? Yep. I'm, I'm going to be a little contrarian here. I know. <laughs> I get it. Um, it's, it's really weird because people are going to go, you know, the, the Justice are going to go from 19th to, like, 5th, let's say, 6th, mm. or mm. even higher. And you're like, they went up 14. They're the most improved. Whereas when you have a team that's 13th uh, and they go up into that same um, in, into that same echelon, like that, I don't know. I feel like they, they could surprise us, be a top three team NA, and then, you know, anything's possible in the playoffs. They go deep in the playoffs and you've got a most improved team. So yeah. I, I get, I get like, and again, if you put if if I go first, I say Washington Justice. But if I go second, <laughs> I say Dallas Fuel. Gotta gotta stir the pot a little bit for sure. And also, let me just quickly uh, address like a um, a message in chat by Max. Um, if you think about Paris, yes, they were a top five team in NA. I think four pretty handily, right? Yep. Um, was it were they three third? Am I dumb? But the point being, like, they peaked in one meta, which in which they could easily, like, or not easily, but like one stage. That's 
that's where I see that team's peak. But they also lost to teams like, if I recall correctly, Florida. like the Rain ones, Florida. Um, they, they had like a lot of inconsistencies, especially uh, in the start of the season. And I th see that pattern almost repeating throughout this season. And also like something that was pointed out in, in the interview I did with Tasmo, rang true at least during Nexus, where they started slow and then like could improve the next week. Now I think a team like this will be fundamentally um, at the mercy of their schedule in terms of like, do you have to play first week or do you get a, get a week off? And I'm, I don't have it on uh, in my mind. But a team like Dallas having the first week off, understanding where the meta is going for the next three weeks, is a huge boon towards them qualifying for a tournament and going to a Y. So um, that will be interesting. There's a little bit of like, what kind of meta is it? Stars align. Do you get to skip the first week and whatnot? And then like this team can once again win a stage at that core. So like, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I think there's, I think you touch on a lot of important notes with Dallas regarding, you know, some of the issues that they might have. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you can't ignore the improvements that they have made. Um, I guess it's just the semantic of the most. Mm -hmm. um, but we will have to see. They're, they're a very interesting team. Um, I think they, this, this feels more like a play for the future for me, where they have a great core to work with and can improve coming into 2022. And that's where I expect them to really kind of take off. Right. Okay. Next one. Think, that, next I think one. That we'll, we'll, we'll have some spice down the line. We'll see. We'll see. Don't worry. We'll get there. All right. Oh, man. I feel kind of bad about this one. No, make, make Joe answer this first. Okay. All right. The next I category that. is the bench blanket award. <laughs> that is the player with the least playtime or the most bench time. In the Overwatch League. Yosef. Yes. Well, there's this player, you know, just got announced pretty recently, uh, coming off of a near three-year retirement. His name's NVM, Nevermore. Uh, main tank for the uh, Los Angeles Valiant. Don't suspect that he'll be seeing any playtime. So he's my vote for uh, the bench blanket. Ah, uh, he's taking the easy one. See, boys, like the way this worked in Joe's mind, it's like, he, he knows nobody personally that could lash back at him. There's nobody that could hackle him over this. He has never had an NGA threat about like a comment he's made. You will, you will feel the hurt. But also, like even the Chinese community is probably on your side on this. What, like This was the boring pick. I think, but like, it's the this, right pick. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Correct. it is. And it Capital is also my, my like, first pick. But right, it isn't then. that interesting. That now I'm more interested. We're not here for interesting. Do do you have a? Do, no, we're no, for winning. <laughs> these people are just like here, like we're we're about to put on like white coats and do science in this pod, dude. Like you're lucky I didn't pick Salmon too. It was real close. Wait, who what? did you wait? Joe, who did you pick? Okay, now I'm mad. I picked NVM. Salmon two ain't playing. He ain't playing. Period. Done. Not happening. If you want that to be my answer, I'll move it. Salmon two's what? not playing. Two, who plays who? Who does Soma Two take the position of? 
Explain Dude, to me. 10 million metas that he could play Zarya in or whatever. Oh, yes, because he'll be a better Zarya than Bernard. Yeah, bro. He'll be a bet. Okay. Would you like to Lord bet that? Would you like to Lord bet me? Bro, you can't be serious let's on this. Let's go. Let's go. Lord bet. <laughs> you have no. two starting flex tanks. You have a four DP, well, not four DPS. You have three DPS that are leagues better than Soma and Sue. Soma and Sue's not playing. You know, you want to agree. Just agree. No, I don't. Yes. Well, okay, I don't so he, think... is he going to play over Shy? I mean, maybe mm. on some picks. Okay. Maybe like Reaper. I want what you're smoking. Mm. Why not on Reaper? Sure. Maybe he plays that one meta on Reaper. He plays in the summer. They do okay. See, and then he goes immediately back to the, the bench. Then I have it backed up, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who, who else do you have on your bench? Okay. So. Let's assume that double off tank meta is pretty rare. <laughs> let's assume. Yeah. Right. One, let, now, I think the safe assumption. Now, yes, the tank pool is pretty wide the problem is what if you're a decent off tank but you're behind like the best off tank ever in overwatch league i'm talking Rhea. sure i don't think like unless Rhea secretly learned a second role or fury just like tilts off the planet and becomes like whatever like I don't think we're going to see a lot of Rhea this season. Does it does it concern you that the sh you know Fury with the shock and Poco you know obviously kind of trading playtime does that does that worry you at all or is that just more of a shock like playstyle thing? I mean that makes yeah maybe 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 but I have another boy I have another okay. one I have another like one here you know like same scenario right <laughs> same role now no nah, not same role not same role. I mean, same category. I don't like any of these answers so far, by the way. Not I mean, I, you would. So, who was the. Who did you vote as your role star, tank role star? And I think you wanted to say MVP. I'm not sure if you said MVP. What season? Last. Last? Oh, I don't even remember, to be honest. A boy that plays every. played every main tank under the sun last season. Uh, <laughs> I'm For out myself, one so. of the best teams in the Overwatch League, bro. I just say it. I don't remember. So, Sado oh. is sitting ahead of Beast. You're telling me that that is less likely that Beast never sees play oh. or doesn't see much play time in comparison I mean, to yeah. Sum and Sue? That's 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 another. I mean, come on, Soman Sue's a little spicy. Everybody loves Soman Sue. You gotta you gotta you gotta poke the bear a little bit on that one. That's, that that one's go. that one's for the there hate. You go. Comment, we, you know? we found it. We found it. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm the imposter. You got me. Vote me out. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but like yeah, beast, nothing beast against him. I think like that's an, another unfortunate uh, position. I I hope I'm wrong, um, because I think like that's a career that would need a pop-off season this season. Yeah. Um, but it's unlikely to get it in a uh, majority Korean team. Right? So... Yeah, that's why you need uh, to uh, With Sato, right? Like, yeah. 
that's yeah i was so confused on where you were leading me with that i'm like um didn't you have sato as mvp i don't remember it's last year it feels like march though so like you guys call me like esports grandpa and this guy basically Mm. has like i don't exist i've been dead for a couple years in their minds joe is uh alzheimer's honestly i'm I'm at home i have a genuine question how how much playtime do you think checkmate's gonna get on mayhem that's an interesting one that like him and skewed both popped up for me and were like i suspect that these are project players that like will see playtime because they're like gamble rookies where like you want to actually like do something with them it seems like the coaching staff actually wants to like they, they they've they've been picked up for a reason so i am interested i think they are a good shout for like most bench though like what they about, might just not see play so i have all. one other question and this is more mm-hmm. just i'm learning at this point um but what about skewed behind shoe and moth yeah that's another <sighs> one of those like project players you know double flex support type of like every so often but yeah again probably won't see him all that all that much yeah Here's the thing, like with double support, flex support, uh, thing stuff. Like, there's still a chance. That's just a higher chance, right? Like, yeah. if a meta can make your player more likely to play, like the same is true for like Twilight. Like Twilight yeah. is not a bad player, but it's Violet, dude. Like, I I think like um, those are in a special situation, and I'm not sure. I'm also not too familiar with Scoot. If I'm well, and honestly, honest. me either. So, like, I'll, mm. but all I look is I see Shoe and Moth, and I go, who, Probably not who plays? Who plays yeah. with that back line? Who, like, yeah. like, who do you add in who can play? And, you know, chat's bringing up awesome points because we have the smartest chat of all the Overwatch podcasts. Right. You're welcome. Uh, Patreon.com slash Tactical <laughs> And, uh, like, there's... Uh, I guess their brig, and that's something that I noticed too, is their brig is good. Um, but I still just kind of go back to be like, eh. we've we've had a long off season. We've True. seen a lot of these players practice these off heroes. Is this a in case so and so is sick and needs an off day? We've got someone there, or visa issues, or whatever else could come like a technicality why they aren't playing versus a meta slot, you know? I don't know. I don't know about that for Skewed. You know, in actual fact, you probably would also need to know contract structures because I know players where they wouldn't have ever played, likely, because you're just worse than the others. But because coaches wanted to fulfill that uh, contract like play X amount of hours or games mm-hmm. uh, or maps or whatever uh, they let the player play because the season was um, like they were in a, in a set state in the so, so they were like set in their place for mm-hmm. playoffs um, where yeah that could come in but yeah I, I mean I think there, there will be players with like less than an hour playtime uh, yeah. next year for sure 100% Maybe we're also really severely underestimating uh, like the uh, the Eastern region and who might be singing out there uh, because these rosters are just bigger 
and the yeah, chances exactly. of someone not playing there is probably high. Um, I also feel that maybe I'm wrong about Beast. I feel like there's a surprise factor in there. We'll see. It's just Unless he's like super special. Like if he's like the Jihoon of like Toronto, then maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if there's a meta where like Winston as an off tank can come into play, like that would be interesting. But again, kind of, it's a tough gamble to say like that's going to come in. But like there again, like Hero Pools has, has done crazier things. So we had you know the playoffs last year be played for majority of the time on double flex tanks so it's you know i'll I'll take anything into consideration but yeah mm. the big rosters feel like it's really gonna be hard to like actually get play time and as much as like i poke the bear when it comes to somensu i do think that he probably will not see a ton of play time, like genuinely it would be a pretty cool story if it did anyway yeah for sure i i don't dislike the guy there's nothing personal there but like you look at the players that he's playing behind in both roles that's a tough ask. And if he can actually get it done, that's fantastic. I, again, I'd love to see it, but if you're asking me like gun to head money on the table, I don't think he sees a ton of playtime. Mm. Yeah. The thing is like, what I'm also skeptical about is like language plays a role in that decision. Right. Sure. And if you have a split roster and you don't necessarily can like expect perfect communication between them, you might mix and match differently other than considering like skill first. Mm-hmm. You might go like this guy is actually not that much worse, but speaks the language that most of the team that's playing is playing speaking. Um, so, yeah, I think that there's a possibility there for someone soon as well. I mean, there's a possibility. It definitely narrows down the pool. But if they were to go fully Korean with their roster, it's still like a tough ask to be put over architect or Bernard. Like mm-hmm. maybe even Godsby, obviously depend it's probably closer to Godsby, if anything, but Yeah. It's it's tough. You were it's talking, tough to see him get in. You weren't talking about the Defiant being or good things about the Defiant while I was gone, were you? Uh no, I don't okay, think good. so. All right. Let's put think, me up, really put me up to that in Twitch chat, and I just had to make sure. <laughs> Uh, we had yeah. a good spot here. I'm going to say skewed. I'm going to go a little off meta here. Okay. I like mm-hmm. Somensu. I I get it. Um, Joe's was Somensu. What was yours, Yiska? Again? Um, I had Beast and Rhea. I had, I had Beast as my primary one. So I had Beast and Skewed as mine. So you take Beast. I'll take Skewed. Why mm-hmm. not? All right. We feel good? Yep, let's Ready go. to go on to category number three, the Pinecone Award. So let's talk about the Pinecone Award. The Pinecone Award is for the best role player. So a player who doesn't play often, but when they do, they pop off. Pinecone, Pine, you get it. Yep. <laughs> Kudos to the writers on that one. All right. We were at the writer's show. Two right. Talking to us. We have we have two career writers on the show. Yeah. Pinecone is what they came up with. We should really just hype each other up and just fake finding each other's stuff good. <laughs> I think we can we could delude people into thinking we're actually doing dope stuff by just pretending. You know. 
I think that that works for a lot of people, actually. <laughs> Some people's yeah. LinkedIn's are so impressive. And then when I ask them more about the experience and they're like, I'm a talent management specialist for uh, a high-end technology SaaS company. Mm. And they're like, tell me more. How many more buzzwords can you? Like, oh, I make uh, schedules in for Zoom. Sick. Yeah. I'm just kidding, by the way. I, I don't know why I, I, I targeted anybody with that maliciousness. Um, I take it back. And let's talk about the Pinecone Award. Yiska, you got to go first, um, I believe, right. because Joe went first last time. Who is your sure. Pinecone Award recipient for 2021? So I'm sure that many more names. Um, people, okay. There's one guy that stood out to me, and in some ways that was already true last season, but maybe not to the same degree. And in my mind, it's DM. So they have still have like an absolutely cracked DPS line, right? Like. There's not that many metas where you would not play like lip fletter uh, type of DPS, right? But when there's like widow metas or hard hit scan stuff, that's when you bring that in DM. And in many ways, he has almost taken like a pine esque position, even though like that particular, you know, like only coming in for a particular map type what time of thing. I don't think we're going to see that specific pattern anymore. But like in many other ways, DM actually reminds me um, yep. of uh, Pine in a lot of ways. And I think he's going to continue doing that. That's my, my vote. But in the sake of actually producing content, did have a second one prepared. I think it's mm -hmm. Kai for the Atlanta Reign. Again, somebody very similar in terms of role. Um, I don't suspect what? we'll play a ton. Well, not a ton. Let me let me rephrase that. What? There'll be metas where he probably is swapped Do out. Do Pelican or Edison have hit scan heroes? Edison, yeah. Edison does. Kind of. Obviously, Kai will start. That's that's not, that's not what I'm saying. You can start in one hero pool and not the next month right like it's it's a little again okay. it's second place i i think it's dm hands down but for a follow-up i think kai when he plays will be in an all-star but i don't think he'll play all the time yeah mm. i don't think that gets the spirit of the the award okay. here what do you think i mean if he if he plays like four heroes and he actually plays those and those also tend to be meta a lot. It's hard to name in that. I got a, I got a spicy one. I got a, a bit of a spicy one. Okay. I have two um, spicy ones, but or I have one real one and one spicy one. But go ahead. Okay, then you go to first, John. So my real one was Mirror from the LA Gladiators. Right. Behind Kevster and Birdring. I think it's... I, I even see... The fact that Chad is even onto it means that I'm just the most unoriginal piece of shit in the world. Uh... <laughs> The second one, though, hear me out. Houston Outlaws. Oh, no. Jake. Junkrat Jake. Jake Rat. 
like a Jake rat. It'll okay. feel great. It'll pop off. It'll dominate social media for weeks to come. We'll get it all. Woo! He popped off. And we'll never see him again. It'll be the only junk rat meta we get all year. And end rant. End rant. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we're going to see junk rat. If if Jack I don't Ray think we are back, either, I, but I that's like the only time I think we'll see Jake. Right. I I still right. don't understand why I I, I it sucks because I wanted to come on the show one day and uh, I think he's really <laughs> talented and I think he's one of the best faces that we have for competitive Overwatch and that I, I really genuinely mean that yeah, I mean, but I don't think that he is somebody who's going to play if Junkrat is in meta. Maybe he's got a couple of other off ones that I've seen things, him. Yeah, yeah but sure. like. That Jake Rat is like his pop off hero, his comfort pick. That's where he is, and it sucks that that's like one of the um, heroes that is least likely to see meaningful playtime in the future. To be fair, like the way Outlaws framed it is basically towards that award, where it's like Jake would probably only come in for specialized cases, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I do think like Pine was. Pretty limited in his hero pool, I would say. Um, for Effectively, Jake, yes. In yeah. terms of historic consensus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes, he did play Ana, but come on. He played like, Ana. I remember some Pine Genji every once in a while, but yeah, yeah, yeah effectively, yeah. it's Widow McCree. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to hear my, my spicy one? You know, what's your spicy <sighs> it one? It doesn't even make that much sense, to be honest. Iveltal. For mercy. I'm gonna be completely honest. If Eveltel isn't playing, I think Jundu's got some problems. Yes, he's I mean, two he's way. Two -way. I know yeah. he is, and I think that says a lot. But uh, those who know my opinion on illusion, that's a cop. He out. Might, using two ways is. Nah, I think. I think. Count. I think there's I mean, somebody on Chengdu that gets a better vote. To be fair. Okay. Interesting. I think it's probably Jinmu. Yeah. I don't I can see that. Jinmu's been somebody who just like comes in kind of similar to Mirror, but somebody who I he suspect plays a ton, a right? play. He played a ton this season. I don't know if he's going to necessarily play a whole hell of a lot. Mm. I yeah. think he'll be very specialized on like a few heroes like this, like the meta that we're kind of currently in, like going back to like uh, week one of last year, kind of like the May McCree, Ryan flex tank, you know, esque compositionals choices. I I don't know and, and that might just be more of my bias when it comes to like Jimmy and Kaneki and, and what their effective hero pool is but I don't know if you want Jinmu to come in maybe to play the Doom if you want to play like Doom Zarya but I think he could be a little spotty this year also just to make my point clear it's only for Mercy right that's my sure, point sure. like someone comes in like Pine Ward someone comes in for a particular like range of heroes or role and then Heavy performs, but otherwise doesn't start. And I feel like Yveltal for Mercy uh, could be that. Mm. I think Jinmu is also a good call. It's it's it is like once again, it's a lot Same of Michael's semantics because call. I feel like you kind of want him on Genji and you want him on Farah. Do you though? He's no? good. Can feed. I mean, sure, but do you think he would play? Who would play ahead of him? That, that's that's where that's where it gets really dicey for me i don't know enough about kaneki i think jimmy's more of the hit scan guy but it, it seems like a balance between kaneki jinmu and then like if leaves gonna get like really flexy um 
that that's where I'm I'm battling with with the Chengdu DPS rotation. Here's here's the reason why I don't think super is the right answer. Technically speaking, yes. Technically speaking, like that's the chat you bring in for the round meta, and like that's a pop off player and whatnot. And but I think super, generally speaking, is too flexible to fit into that uh, yeah, definition. If, if, if I'm gonna get cooked for Kai, I don't think super f like is at the spirit of this at all. Yeah, super also played like eight hours uh, of gameplay out of twenty four yeah. last season, so. It's it's a lot of game game time to have to get the pine one basically right true, um, but yeah I think like, I think super's too much of a staple for the shock to actually be like, oh my god he's coming in you know like the hidden you know sure. prodigy on the team like he's he's a staple of this team I'd guess he's probably a vocal leader as well so I, I suspect he's very much in the project for this team in the long run and has been in the past like it doesn't I think he'll see starting time half at least half the time thing is and i saw other names like twilight the thing is with twilight it's not a role thing for him it's not the pine thing where he's like better on that particular hero than anyone else on his team that's not true twilight will play if you need double flex support no. i don't think you necessarily play him to have a ma major upgrade on like anna or whatever yeah i don't think that's happening no. so that's why I don't think that p really qualifies towards that award. Like, think about what Pine was and just how, how different he was to like a SBB widow. Mm -hmm. Right? That's, that's the type of spirit of um, Ursta? Too flexible, I think. You want somebody who's coming in that's specifically why DM. for like, yeah, DM feels like a, a not the only answer, but like a really strong one. Um, if the meta supports it, I could see maybe like a soon tracer, like maybe they have like a pocket composition for Boston. I it, it's I'm reaching again here because I, I do feel so strongly about the end. But I think there's there are maybe control maps that if tracer can be played, maybe they bring in soon, whereas otherwise they wouldn't have. Um, it, it's maybe soul same kind of argument for say Biolbi, but there again you have profit to play over so it's it's not easy like i think dm is like the right or, or the rightful inheritor of of the pine cone award right. that's interesting i get it you're wrong do you have a name <laughs> oh yeah yeah you said jake right yeah i said mirror first as my real pick right. and then jake is my troll pick I think Mirror's yeah, good. Mirror is not bad. Like coming in on Doom, that's that's definitely not like not a bad choice. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. Let's lighten the let's lighten the conversation a little bit, <laughs> and we're gonna do what we call the Backpack Matt Award. That is the most obscure stat that we are going to see in 2021. This is an interesting one. I'm interested to hear what you guys came up with. Joe, mm. let's hear it. So with the meta that we're currently in, with Ryan and May being so prevalent, um, I think the most obscure and perhaps even deranged, maybe you have to be a little you know, uh, dark-sided to kind of think of this, um, the number 
of earth shatters blocked by your own team will be the backpack stat track <laughs> award yeah. yeah okay i can see that you went technical with it i like it but yeah maybe how many walls? I'm not sure if you could track that, mind. but like someone, some some crackhead out there is going to be tracking this. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that crackhead might be me. Right. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. I like that one. All right, Yeske. What about you? What was the one that you came up with? Okay, so okay, here's here's my here's my interpretation of reality. Right. Here so, we go. In Overwatch, welcome to the TED Talk. We have, we sometimes have like stats comparisons of like this Zenyatta against this Zenyatta. Well, one of the Zenyattas is playing into double shield and the other isn't. And there's number big and here's number small. Therefore, this guy good. Therefore, this guy bad. This is a terrible way to present stats, by the way. So, in essence, I felt like maybe, no, actually no, but it is interesting to see like how the Vancouver stats have sort of like almost been a parody of these comparisons. <laughs> yes. uh -huh. in, in some way, sometimes I feel like actually there's someone in, in the Vancouver stat that's just like on a lev different level of irony that we are all in and we're just laughing at them going like, <laughs> this guy's so stupid and compares like interceptions in like hockey to... You know, like, <laughs> graphs eaten. Like, actually, he's just taking a piss on those comparisons. So the weirdest stats will be like a takeover or like a, um, like a, basically like a piss take, if you want, of backpack Matt firing back and going above the meta level. Mm. Mm. Taking into the absolute obscure. Like... Alien sightings or something. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> right? Mm. I don't know. I already think, like, those comparisons of, like, just uncontextualized stats with, like, good, big number good. I mean, that's not the interpretation so, that the, the... Let me be very quickly. Uh -huh. It's not the interpretation that the broadcast makes. Yeah. It's the interpretation that is just very obviously going to be the one that someone looking at those numbers will subconsciously make or actively right so so you're talking like more nba like reddit like ranking of strip clubs in correlation to teams performance yes something okay. like that all right i see what you're saying okay we got there in the end yep yep yeah like right. um the the strip club coefficient the closer a team is to a strip club the better that they perform yeah yeah yeah, I think I saw something about like, um, no, I'm not even going to go there, but yeah, the strip club coefficient is, is a, a, an obscure one. I think we could probably not find something similar, but I think there, there will be like, as you're saying, like a, a UFO sighting compared to number of wins gained. Stuff yeah. like that. That'll be, that'll be some fun ones. All right. Those oh, are good. Hawaii I shirts like those. Those make me, those make something me happy. Like yeah. Yeah. What'd you say? What's yours? Oh, I didn't come Jump. up with one. I, was too I mean, it is, it is tough. It's tough. This is not, yeah. that's not my cup of tea when it comes to making up those. Let, let's, let's not crowdsource, but let's think of a couple on the fly. What about like, 
But chat, put yours as well. What are some of the most obscure stats you think we'll see in the 2021 Overwatch League season? Number of of reflect kills, um, sprays, and uh, uh, the the correlation between total number of sprays sprayed and the winning team. Um, the average payload speed. That'd be kind of interesting. The mean. The mean time between spamming I need healing and the time that they Ooh, received their first heal. The delta. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's a pretty the good Genji one. The Genji delta. That's, that's, what we're, that's what it's called. Correlation of crouching over bodies and win rate. True. The yeah. highest vertically tracer bomb stuck stick. Oh, okay. Like a shot put. Just like how high does it go? Yeah, like you're on okay. Oasis, the not gardens, but the one with the thing in the city middle center. of the room, city center. And you like jump off the side and like stick a pharah and they go up in the mm. air and they get hit like, you know, 40 okay. meters. Yeah, yeah. Who flanks the most uh, and is a, the most away from the ball of his team. So therefore socially distancing. The solo, how quickly? The solo death coefficient, the one where the, the person who routinely dies the furthest away from their team. How quickly tracers can demech a diva? That would be a good one. I'd like to hear more on anybody who loves that as a as a statistic as as to uh, support their players. Most remakes. Mm, okay, remake kills. You know, like the mech gets called down. Yeah. I would like to go. see like player substitutions, like most mm -hmm. player substitutions, and how that. I'd like to know. Um, Number of failed uh, roster submission attempts. That'd be a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. That'd be a good that one. That is a good one. The yeah. tie wrong award. Yeah. The yeah. number of oops, so. the number of <laughs> oops wrong map awards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we need a remake. The flame award. Yeah. Exactly. No, we didn't. Sorry, we missed it. Uh, what are some other good ones? Uh, I can't think of any. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. there can't. There haven't been There's any like, ones, other like though. weird. We got some flubs. good ones there, in there yeah, for you. There, yeah. You got some gems in there. You can check the chat. There's some good ones in there too. So yeah, yeah. If you are watching the video, the chat's up on the left hand yes. side. Pretty good ones. Let's go on to the next one, and that's going to be the packing award. Guess who named that one? Uh, and this is no, wouldn't the. Know. The team, or um, I guess, is this for like a coach or team, Yiska? Uh, for a team. The team so that did whoever the, makes most the most with the least. We can also call yeah. it the, the Small Market Award, the Minnesota yeah. Twins Award, the Minnesota Wild <clears throat> Award, the Minnesota Timberwolves Award. Yeah. That's what we do. Ain't nobody buy wolf tickets. Come on. Minnesota sports. Not a lot of money. Not a lot of money oh. there. Anyways. I think this one might be boring because we're just going to say the same name. Yeah, I feel like we are. Should we say it all at the same time? Okay. One. One. Two. two three. Three. London, London Spitfire. 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 I don't hate Boston either, to be fair. Yeah, no. I think a, they probably a... spent a little bit more than London, but yeah. I, I didn't mean, even think of London. should be all right. I'm going to be honest. <gasps> I don't think about London anymore. 
She's coming for you. I just, wow. know, Nuki's, I just know Nuki's got it. Uh, true, true. Just yeah. saying. Thing is, like, I, I don't want to talk to about financials, but it's pretty obvious that they're one of the lowest spending organizations. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's they're probably fair. lower spending organizations, obviously, if we hear that you literally don't want to pay buyouts. Um, those also won't achieve as much as London will. Um, I mean, if Valiant so, gets like a win, is London, that like London's the most the right choice? It's just yeah. London. Yeah. I think Paris is another good shout. A very similar a team that I suspect will probably surprise some people. Um, have already kind of surprised me, uh, but I don't suspect they'll be placing above London. I will be very wrong if that's the case. Again, shout out to last year. I said sorry publicly. You know, I'm willing to say sorry again if you prove me wrong. So. Let's make it happen. I... I'm trying to cry on stream. I'm trying to make a YouTube apology video, you know, with my cat sitting on the floor. There's a Fake couple tears. names that I think might be on Paris that you might be a little surprised at how much they're getting paid. But mm, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could be. My, I, I actually don't know. I'm, my, I'm my talking info out of is not, not. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that as is. He's juicing. <laughs> I don't Clip juice. Are it. you kidding me? I'm a, I'm the resident my, my idiot info, here. My my I info, <laughs> like sources confirmed. <laughs> I can just do the Halo no, thing and just say my info and never never like qualify it or anything, and then apparently back off and are be you, like that's not what I meant. Are you paying paying those players? Are you? Is that why you know? <laughs> I I'm yeah. Sponsored by. The, the Paris Eternal are accepting um, outside investors for their player salaries, is what mm, I mean. Nice. That's, that's, the, that's what my sources say. Nice. nice. Yeah, I don't think there's too many others, like, unless, like, Vancouver pops off, like, big time. Unlikely. Um, yeah, that's, that's a tough one to say. Yeah, I think that's Houston, that's about maybe the one yeah, thing. The one thing that's pot like again, I look at the roster. I'm like, uh, I look at the coaches. I go, okay, maybe they can do something. Maybe they can bring yeah. this team together. I look at Junk Punk. I've, I've obviously I mean, I'm not concerned about the them performing. I'm concerned about in that formula. Um, I don't think they are like value. The value is a yeah, little. Yeah, the, the the value is probably higher. Ropey. That they yeah. they paid more. The Titans uh, did the least London. with the least, right? Um, I guess yeah. technically is, is that like the, do we call that the, um, the packing award is doing the least with the most, which we would have called the Huck award had season two and three not happened. happened. Um, happened. so is the Huck things. award then the Titans Top doing the least with the least? Um, doing the least with the least, um, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd go that far. LA Valiant, probably. We'll see. Yeah, yeah that's, valiant. that's Valiant. Again, like if Valiant wins yeah. a game, I think that they might be shoe-ins for this award because they probably don't deserve <laughs> a, a win. Not for the right. players. Again, players, love you. Glad that you're here, but uh, that management has put you in a position to not necessarily succeed. So The Valiant actually aren't a team. They're just... Uh competitive q6 stack <laughs> well 
next one valiant. all right next one the valiant to me to the valiant let's uh let's lighten it up a little bit the most likely to forget their on camera award oh geez okay do you have bring out the one? theories go joe mine's, ki mine's kind of a cop out oh, but no. i'm gonna say lastro because if this kid's saying big dick <laughs> sex on the on the server i don't know what he could be doing in person you know what i'm saying like I don't know if he's got some hats prepared. I don't know if he's got props that may or may not correlate to, you know, his comments in the past, but you know, I'd, I'd be a little concerned putting the camera on him. But Yeah. I mean, that is a cop out for sure. Oh, okay. Enlighten me. Oh, great. Juicer. Uh, I'll let, let John go first. Okay. Oh, I've got hydration and Jake together as one. <laughs> what do you expect them to do? Uh, I want to keep the show clean. Do you write fan fiction, bro? I don't write it. I live it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Look, I think... I'm not sure about forgetting, but they, I think like the way I perceive Linkser is like we will see some body pillows in the background. Like... <laughs> You know, on the bed, bad you angle. You really gotta come for the man like chair. that? Come on. I mean, we just don't have an unapologetic weeb award. I'm sorry. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with having body pillows. Okay, Jesus you just Christ. calm what? down. There's nothing wrong with that. I'll get that. That didn't quite get all the way caught by the. That's camera. fine. Thank, thank God. Yeah. Just one. <laughs> oh no, my mess. Just one. Uh, Chris. Just one. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, no, I I also think a safe bet is probably someone with pets because like pets mm, yeah. do Cats always do some stuff. dumb stuff yeah. in the background, right? Like smack, smack. Oh, like, that we should have combined this award with the the most or the uh, the uh, the backpack mat. Like, which who's the first person to uh, have their pet poop on camera in the background? <laughs> <laughs> would forget it. Why? How would you like? I and think not like if you, if you wanted to <laughs> keep playing, <laughs> like you can't do it. Just plug in the nose. Oh no, mom! I can't pause online games. Oh, if you wanted to hot, try hard that question, right? You would look like which teams are not going to be in an office. Like there, you feel observed anyway, right? Mm, yeah. So it's probably going to be a player that's at home. So. Okay. <laughs> Philly? Then, I mean, Philly, like, a lot of people will be in Europe, right? Mm. Could it be a caster? I'm not sure. Nah, they, they probably have the feeling of, like... Always on camera. Yeah, they're kind of used to it at this point. At least, yeah. the, at least the group this year. I'm, I'm not looking forward to... I guess like, I mean the desk. Course. I guess not necessarily casters. It's also something like to be it. said about, like, probably the, that being recorded with a delay. Like the player yeah, cams, you, you maybe. Could, you could, yeah. So if like it's it it can't be the most spicy, right? Like it can't be. I'm not sure if you guys are aware. I'm just going to hammer out the reference, uh, the Joachim Löw moment, which was like the German the national coach Gesundheit. just having a bit of a moment with his nose on camera. Oh, he's picking his nose. The Leave the man alone. I'm a nose picker. Eh, I'm not just picking, bro. I'm, I'm an not just unapologetic picking. nose picker. He's digging for yeah. gold. Leave him alone. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. How else are people yeah. supposed to breathe? Eh, I mean, he's, 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 he's dedicated to watching his team play 
He can't go, you know, to the bathroom. You know, he's he's out there. Oh, he's a digger and an eater. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Never mind. All right. Well, uh, you know, the I draw the line at apology eating. videos. Yeah, that's. Uh, yep. Yeah. I think All there's right. a good chance uh, that that might happen. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you wanted to, you guys wanted, like, Joe wrote an article about wanting to see player camps. You must Did. have known that that is a possibility. Oh, 100%. Uh, I think there, 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 there'll be a good list of bloopers by the time that the Overwatch League, you know, ends this season. Let's, let's put it that way. I think, I think there'll be some funny bloopers with how much, you know, at home, comfortable, like, they're not necessarily in an office or, like, an official space. So I think that, uh, We'll we'll get some maybe some nose picks some uh, some strange uh, in uh, sparkle is a good one right probably yeah just just in terms of just like face cam freakouts and screaming and mm. and whatnot yeah. so mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right there we go we're gonna wrap up with some serious ones here let's go serious let's hop in. <laughs> Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. How many do you have, Joe? I have one. So if oh, we're all saying the wow. same one, then we might have an issue. Nah, I have three. <laughs> wow, you really just... I have a favorite, but I have three. All right. You have three. Let's hear it. What's your... Let's hear yeah, it. Let's, let's, hear hear it. let's hear your first one. I'm, I'm going with a... The one that's least likely. Okay. And then ramp up. All right. Guangbo. New York Excelsior. Mm, okay. Interesting. I think, like, like, not understanding how nuts this kid is, is down to me not following contenders as much this season. Mm. And consequently underrating. That is also probably very true to what, um, like, a lot of... Uh, the evaluation I had uh, around Christmas with NYXL. Uh, just way better than that. Like, and one of the reasons is that kid. I think he's, he's pretty good. I think he's, wor he's probably not going to be as nuts as the other two candidates I have, mm -hmm. but he's, he's very good. All right. Interesting. Joe, give me one and we'll go back to Yiska. Uh, mine, uh, I'm not going to cop out and say DPS because I think it's very, uh, you know, populous of you to, to, to assume right. a DPS pick will necessarily win the award. I think it's, it's likely, but you know, being a little contrarian, That's I'm going to good, say, but... I'm going to say mag. I yeah. think he's probably the biggest mine. rookie coming yeah, yeah, into same. the season. I think the justice will perform up to bringing him into the fold in terms of putting him on the ballot. Okay. Um, I, I think he'll be if I had to pick a second one, um, I have somebody else in mind, but you know, we'll, we'll send it off yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. So Mac is my second let most okay. likely pick. All right, give me um, your third. Or first. Mo I think we might have the same if you ha have another one in mind. For me, I don't the most so. likely rookie of the season is Choice One. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Not prepared. Actually, not prepared. Like, yeah, it's it's a weird season because I feel like a lot of people have, um, just 
like just where Overwatch is, content creators can't focus as much as on uh, on contenders. Hence why, like you don't get to hear of like these like utterly unreal people mm. uh, as much, yep. right? Heavy grinder, like he like this this kid doesn't own any other games. That's also something I took away from the Sefi interview. It's just someone, like, I don't think he has other games installed on his computer. Just, like, incredible work ethic. Um, so, just, like, all over the place, like, having, like, heavy, um, like, talent in that regard. I think... I mean, we've kind of seen it in the preseason with some of Charge's performances. Choi has been... Yeah, very standout, I think. And I feel like we say this every year, but this rookie season is this rookie class rather looks pretty, pretty cracked. A lot, a yep. lot of names to, to kind of discover from contenders. It feels like this is we're getting to like the true rookie era of this game where like they're coming in. There's enough time or, or content spent made around the Overwatch League that it's tough to kind of balance both watching contenders and, and following that. And following the league as well as other games and whatnot. So it feels like we're actually getting in like fresh, not fresh players, but like not necessarily that the community has a consensus that like, oh yeah, Hawksall is like rookie of the year. It's like, well, he's been playing since the start of the game. So it doesn't really feel like rookies. Somebody I, like Choice Awan feels like a rookie. I also have mixed up two names because there's another name on that list. Okay. I talked about Brad, right? Yeah. Like I mixed up the other name that I had and it's Pelican. Pelican, Pelican is... Like choice of one pelican is one A one B for me. Sure. Like, um, I was wondering why you're talking like, about your interview with Sefi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that it's, makes it's a little bit more it's sense. Late. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, pelican. Like that's the guy that has incredible work ethic. Doesn't have any other video game in mm, Okay. Right? Um, yeah, and also, I mean, if if the implied scrimbucks are to be believed, Atlanta is also doing very well. You probably for your rookie of the year probably want to have a dps just because it's more likely people are more likely to pick them um it's also a bunch of the rookies that are really good just played like a couple of weeks at the end mm -hmm. um which which sort of like recency bias slows down no it slows like you can't pick them for rookie right like you can't pick sure, an iris yeah. for rookie or whatever yeah right? um Technically, they, they get they get kind of screwed right. out. Technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Technicality and whatnot. Yeah, I, yeah. Palak, we got a, a couple of incredible rookies coming in this year. Yeah, I Agreed. just can't imagine a world in which the Atlanta Reign by adding Pelican and Kai are that much better long term. I just can't. Fair. I want to be wrong. Though. I mean, like I'm I'm open to being wrong. We saw what. Decay did the justice. Yeah. Still. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna see the rationale that Sefi had uh, around that roster, it's basically like everyone that isn't already like a self-driven hard grinder with like incredible amounts of solo queue outside of practice is probably not on the Atlanta Rain anymore. Right? By the way, don't confuse that with me saying like everyone that left didn't have a work ethic. That's not what I'm saying. I, what I mean is, now they have a roster that's just like heavy grinders. The the mentality that Brad works his team around and also has communicated in in the interview, um, 
is that he wants a self-driven team and that for a lot of it, they just want to make sure that this team can work uh, efficiently. Well, yes, of course, giving uh, player guide stuff. I saw like, I think it was Spilo having like a pretty dope uh, video about why player-led teams can work. I'm not saying that is necessarily a player-led team. It's a more player-led team, though, than other rosters that will have, like, oversight and, like, you know, like, the coach's ideas enforced. Sure. Agreed. And that's why, like, I think that that's, that wakes the brain scary this year. I'm not sure if, if, if it's an S-tier team. Like, the, the, the scrim bucks aren't enough for me to put them there. But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I think we'll we'll see. And also like that news, how that like all odds on the table. I haven't actually started doing that much research for uh, the Spring Scrum Up Stock Exchange. So when that Mickey um, tier list hit and the consecutive Crimson comments, I was actually quite surprised myself. And now I've started slowly like uh reaching out to people in order to get a, a temperature right see my problem uh, i guess my slight problem with like that whole thread of comments in general was that like it was based off of like just right now like if you were to snapshot last week scrims that's the, what i took away from that technically speaking that's what power rankings are that's the problem like we have a semantic issue Agreed. in overwatch where i don't actually know what mickey wanted to do like if he took power rankings seriously, meaning how strong are teams at that time when they hit the season, then that makes perfect uh, definitional sense. The way sure. we use power rankings, though, is like end season rankings. And that, strictly speaking, we actually miss using that name, right? We should mm -hmm. call them end, uh, end of season rankings. Most of the seasonal rankings. power rankings. I don't know. Again, I still think like everybody should be driving home any kind of criteria and, and really explaining what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Joe's getting hammered on the podcast. Again. I know. Home improvement. What can I say? <laughs> Help drive. All right, let's go on to the second to the last one that we have. And that is pretty, pretty easy to see. It was coming. Uh, most valuable player award for 2021. Joe, who you got? Most valuable player in my mind is the player who got robbed last season. Is the player who I think I, I was I had, a, I had a warm, fuzzy feeling in my heart that you know the community and, and I and, and a lot of other people kind of saw eye to eye when it came to this. And I think this is easily I'm going to say Violet. Is as the okay. most valuable player. <sighs> ah, damn! Like I thought you were going to say com someone completely different. Um, I do. And then, because you made it seem like you didn't nominate Violet as your season MVP, for instance, no. right? No, not not my season MVP last season, but after his finals performance, he's he's definitely kind of changed my opinion, um, yeah. in a, in a pretty dramatic way. Um, and and I think the communities in my basement just hammering it at home. Um, <laughs> it's. Yeah, I think he got snubbed last season in the playoffs. I think he's been an absolute workhorse, and I think that's only going to continue, and I think it's going to be a, a very bright year for him. 
um, when it comes to, you know, shocks, potential three P it's. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. The thing is argue. with Violet, I think here's, here's one thing where I also take into account how people vote, mm. which is even if Violet won't be very clearly the best player or the most valuable player over the season, if the shock keep pushing the narrative just how otherworldly and just like, I feel like the communication from shock players and it, I'm not saying it's a PR move. They genuinely believe this guy's out of this world. So as that narrative carries into the season, like this guy just keep, needs to keep his level up, which is already otherworldly, of course, and he will get it. Like that, that campaign has been set up for him now. Like he deserves yeah. recognition for like just being otherworldly to that degree. Like it's maybe it's also a little bit of a an issue in narrative storytelling that the community made that we didn't realize this sooner and didn't give him uh, his shoes at the time. Oh. They will be like, unfortunately, like even though it, it shouldn't be the case, you will have people make calls on people being slub, snubbed the year before. I agree. And I feel like because of that, that weight will carry over. And yes, like it's almost like in many ways, I feel like, this award to me felt like, okay, who's going to be MVP if we don't say Violet? Because that's the obvious answer, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you have like a second name, or do you guys? Have um, I mean, I can probably find one. Um, I, in terms so, of overall, can I just be a little contrarian for a second? Mm -hmm. Sure. I think we're going to finally see a tank MVP, twenty twenty one. I hope so. That'd be great. We, saw, we got a support MVP season one. Mm -hmm. We got, what do we have in season two? Season two, regular season MVP. I can't remember. Uh, I can't tell if this is a bit. Z Z Zarya. Yeah. Alien Zarya. Doomfist. Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Okay. I was behind the season. That's what I was getting. Yeah. Okay. okay. Duh. Okay. Sorry. That happens. That, that was not intentionally a bit, nor did I mean okay, to dig okay. that up at all. I'm just an <laughs> idiot. Yeah, no. Like sometimes. So, I don't know. Like, I would I would personally love to see, like, yeah, Choi. Ooh. I'd just love to see. my own heart. I don't know, dude. I talk to people, and there's quite a quite a couple of people that think Choi is a little bit overhyped. So here's how about how do you feel about Krong then? Krong uh, to do it on more heroes probably doesn't have the chance to win the Overwatch League or like get close win several tournaments, which is usually part of the um, like if we're talking about tanks, I think Mag probably will. We won in the uh, discussion. It's kind of weird when, Whoever when, they're, is really potentially, good, when they're potentially <laughs> also winning in the a good team, rookie of the year, right? So it's kind of weird overlapping those because. Yeah. But but if your rookie of the year is also the M or if your MVP is a rookie, it feels like you have to give rookie of the year to the MVP. Yeah, it feels like one of those things that like. The, I, the I just think they do the opposite. And I think that they just like. If the MVP is a rookie, they give them the Rookie of the Year award, and they find a different MVP. Yes, exactly. And I and I 
I don't like it, that. That irks me, but yes, I, I think that's I kind of get it, like. but I don't like it. Yeah. Um, it just removes so much of like, not the narrative building, but like it strips like having such yeah. a strong rookie performance to be able to say like, this is the most valuable player in their rookie year. Like that says a lot. That's not something that should be thrown around too frequently. And I doubt that that'll be something that we get too frequently. So when it does happen, we should get it. Uh, do, do you have a Doc Horse pick? I, I actually have mine. I'm, I'm, I'm right okay. on this one. Shoot. It's, it's Kareev. <laughs> three seats. He has three Okay, come on. He's looked good. Yeah, no, he was very good in the. Very good. And the, Charges uh, next is making me eat some crow when it comes to that pick because yeah, no. he is fantastic. And I'm very yeah. excited to see him continue. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, I, uh, Dark Horse, though. You guys get to pick like yours at all? Did you give us your pick at all? Eat me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Violet. And then this, the Dark Horse picks. Okay. You ready? Joe, mm -hmm. I have to say it. Bliss. Oh, ew. oh, okay. <laughs> um, is that what really did you think I was going to say? That. Oh no! Like I don't think that that will be a really hard season this year. Uh, yeah, to get it. But if they if it, like if Seoul sure. gets out first in Asia just seasonally, like yeah, is there more that that boy needs to be you know to do before? Yeah, he but I don't want like no, not he he shouldn't get it just like because he didn't get it even though he should. No, no, no. It has nothing to do. Right. It has nothing to do with him not getting it. But like, if they're leading Asia by the end of the year. And it's not off of profit. I'd be a little. I'd be a little surprised. I don't know. Like people keep saying that, but I like. I don't think that is likely. Like I, I had a, like a little chat about, with Avril about this, and like I, I don't agree. Like this team is still like not that fundamentally different than the team that would have not made season playoffs had it been uh, like a season like this one. Again, it was more of in like the hypothetical. If they do. Who's right. likely to step up and actually like right. be the big one? I guarantee yeah. it would be profit, right? Glister. I mean, is that really a dark horse? Does that yeah, like because he has to compete against a couple of dudes on that team, right? Yeah. That's that's what makes it feel unlikely. I have actually a I have one that I'm not my my full heart's not in it, but I I'll okay. just I just want to piss people off okay so okay let's let's think about the things like um okay so the mvp needs to be someone that probably is from a very very good team very good team plays a lot plays a lot plays a lot of different heroes if possible i think that was something that was rewarded sure, in the past extra credit but yeah um and also sort of can bring the clout and the mystique around it uh like you know like the, the i don't know like uh, yeah like you know like the uh, communities and journalists and experts don't yeah. necessarily only vote on the actual performance you need a yeah. story around it in order to get people to the i mean i said yeah. right. agreed yeah, yeah people are saying sparkle i'm interested 
I haven't seen it. Decay is actually a really good pick that I haven't think, thought about. Probably not even a dark horse. Decay just feels like a cop out. Like Decay is an obvious one, actually. Yeah, it feels um, like you're basic. Okay, yeah. put some ready pineapple on that. All right, yeah, I'm ready. Go ahead, Kefsta. <sighs> um, <laughs> I'm okay with a multitude of LA Gladiators picks on this one. Honestly, yeah. Same. I think with how much he was like bigged up from people like actually following the scene in, in European contenders, like I would suspect that he has like from just what they've said, I would sus suspect that he has it within him to be able to do that. I haven't seen that level yet. Mm -hmm. um, when you compare him to somebody like a Decay, if Decay is like an easy pick, I, I don't see the, the same level of dominance um that's not to say that it, it just hasn't been shown or it you know the gladiators had issues last year or whatever um i don't hate it but i i need to see a big step up if that's actually going to be you know a, a a reality i'm i'm Come. really looking forward to what's the community uh like reaction when when the camera switches on the first time on kevster and people realize he's just a brain in a jar playing overwatch Formerly on 40 FPS, now mm -hmm. on performative. No, like, I think he's a great player, but... I he, think if, if Gladiators does well, I don't think Birthring has it in him to be consistently good enough. Sure. I think Muse is overhyped in that regard. Don't think don't Space do has it. Like Shu is not a bad one, I would say. That's, an, that's one that you... That's tough competition. Again, against Violet. Yeah. And we're not giving it to a main support because nobody yeah, we, we're yeah. not there yet as a society. Unfortunately. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're that's a good way to put it. We really we're aren't ready for that there. one. Yet. We're not ready for that that conversation. Um, it's also too many players playing in shock with a rotation where like yes, Glista is like for, that's why for me is like a Dark Horse pick because there's so many players that he mm -hmm. uh, could be switched out for. I think there's something to be said about the the sh uh, Shanghai boys, but that's the same issue with like Erster, Flada, Lip, DM. Like, there's a lot of rotation going around. Mm -hmm. I think like just because like Kefsa is expected to play a lot, yeah, that's something. Um, Pelican is another one that probably is a, should be like a dark horse name. Um, I I purposely avoided rookie of the year candidates. Right. In my MVP, because I don't think to do it. Yeah, I guess in my my perfect world, I'd want it to be Mag. Mag or Decay? Yeah, I feel like Shock's too hard to pick. There's there's a lot of like chaos there. I guess in in like order, I'd want or is it I want or rather I think will happen. Um, yeah, I think it'll probably be Violet in first for me, second Decay, third Mag. That would be my my vote in terms of like season MVP. Also, like seriously, I I hate the situation with Philly. I feel like if they were in a better situation, um, then I would be able to name a lot more. And I don't know what's going on there, right? Like, mm. I, like we just like the to me the the uh, Fanny Astro clip sounded like they're playing. They're only playing Korea and ranked. And not the scrimming here, right? 
I don't know. Like this team has so much potential. Like yeah. if, if you think, if you thought like Paris had a couple of um, MVPs, MVP candidates last season, that was built by the same guy pretty much. So I would have loved to see like, or I hope it still works. I'm not sure. Um, what what Philly can cook up and like then then a guy like Shockwave Carpe is always one, of course. Uh, Alarm is one. Uh, yep. Never forgetting. Um, don't think Mano can get it. Don't think Poco can get it. Main supports don't. Yeah, if Philly can like if Philly can go through the whole season, like if they have any kind of like roster issues or visa issues, whatever it might be, um, and Alarm can do the same thing he did last year, then yeah. If they're successful, if they can fight through adversity, if Alarm still like is flexing all over the place, playing all kinds of different things at like an absurdly high level, then yeah, it's you can't argue that. Like you got to give them the nod. But gotta, that's tough. We got to wrap up, and we have right. one more. We have one more topic, and that yep. is our choice for most likely to win the Overwatch League. And I think we all offline agreed that the most likely was probably still the San Francisco Shock. So we decided to remove yeah. that from the equation entirely and say, if not the shock, then who? Uh, I think Joe, you went first last time. So Yiska, who is your most likely to win the 2021 overwatch league? That isn't the shock. Yeah. That isn't mm. the shock. I got to give you a boring run. I'm going to say Shanghai dragons. I already oh, had it selected on the spreadsheet. How basic of you. <laughs> For shame. Yeah, basic very basic. Age. Couldn't be me. I mean, they, they're, they're summoning up the spirits of Mighty AOD. I'm not sure in which direction it's going. Yep. I could totally see this team being worse than last season as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think the way the, the Asia region is shaping up, we are getting a better idea how, how the power distribution works out. Sure. So... It's likely that Shanghai will reliably get to play like the Hawaiian teams. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like Dragons. Yeah. I don't know the, if I want to say they. You know I'm saying? I don't think they made it out of their group last time I checked. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, second time is the charm or something. Like, like I think. Um, the the interesting part for this team is, is that they actually get a measuring stick multiple times a season to check themselves against the NA teams mm. to see where their real level is because like keeping like being in a horse race being in a horse race being the fastest horse in that horse race doesn't really help you that much to improving and like winning the ne the the other bigger horse race as well right agreed so it's hard like i think that they they will be helped by the by the new schedule for sure it also really depends on what kind of a playoff format we will go and if we will have uh, offline performances and then there's also something to be said like it's likely to be like everyone seems to be hosting stuff in um Asia. in china at the moment sure. um so we'll see like a lot of that uh has to be taken into account but yeah my boring pick here and i have two other ones um but my boring <laughs> pick is dragons he just picks half the league every time we ask him a what's question. the spicy pick 
Let's you oh, know hold we got on, we got. Hold on. Like, I want to go to spicy. Let's right, go to our boring right. real picks for a second, Joe. I I just have one. I have one, and I think it's. I I think so. Here's my criteria. Here's here's the boring part of my answer. Okay, how I came to this conclusion, I said, who can, who's actually going to make the playoffs, and who has the ability to peak well. And I think throughout most of this conversation, most of the Crouchies, we've hit on this team a number of times when it came to, you know, the Pinecone Award, maybe even in conversations for regular season MVP. And if if I'm a betting man and you're asking me to not vote on the shock, but a team that can dark horse get in there and make a, a deep run. I'm going to say that the Washington Justice will be the 2021 Overwatch League World Champions. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. That's not my spicy pick. I think that makes logical sense. Yeah. I think Gladiators is in the same niche as a I don't think they're in team. the same niche, but they're my they're actually my Dark, dark horse. horse pick. Yep. The LA Gladiators. I think they're the one team that I don't know, I feel like on any week could beat anybody. They just, they're just kind of dangerous. They're just, yeah. they're just some, there's, they're a team that'll catch you a nap. And I think, I, I don't sure. know if they would consistently win against the best teams, but I think that they could win it out at the end of the season. Exactly. That's not the question. It's who's going to win. We've seen constantly the Overwatch League. It's, it's, it's not the marathon we, we expected it to be. It's just qualifying for that race and who can sprint the fastest at the end. Who can actually, Hell yeah. I mean, there's two other teams that then come to mind that could do something like this, right? Okay. Illuminate me. I think Dallas probably doesn't have it. But theoretically, they do. I don't... Theoretically, they have some punching power. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to go Philly. Oh, he said it. He said it. As soon as whatever problems they are going to have resolved, like people, people think they somehow got worse. No, they didn't. They got better this season. That blows my mind. They got better this season. Yes, Sado, losing Sado, whatever. Like, might not be convinced of Mano, whatever it is. Like, I don't care. Like, that coaching situation is a, a vast improvement. Mm. Um, Exciting, uh, like not rookies, but new uh, hires there. Sure. They also have like a nutty nuts backline still. Yeah. They have the personnel to back that up on the DPS line as well. And we can talk about the tank lines a bit, but keep in mind, like, this is the coach that also made Paris look like they looked. Yeah. And not to offend anyone, but I think Mano has better hardware than Ben Best had to be like a, an outstanding tank performer with the right software. I mean, when you look historically, I mean, who's played in the most, like the, the most difficult region for the longest. And I will look like an idiot at the start of the season, but it's also sure. the Philly way to peak uh, at the end, right? A la 2018. Yeah. It's about the sprint. It's not the marathon. Yeah. It's getting there. And Philly could probably get there. Again, they're playing through Asia, so it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but it's about getting there and peaking. You look at Carpe, you look at Shockwave, Rascal, again, just 
blanketing the entire you know roster of, of overwatch there's there's reasons to believe that philly could get it done i gotta look at their schedule i hope they don't have like really hard games in the first couple of weeks and like they it's just gotta be uh like a it's it's hard like 16 games is not a lot of time to you know like mess around so we'll see but uh, do, do we know who's going to get invited to like yeah 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 we we know the playoff format right like the season playoffs who's going to be invited and whatnot wasn't that forgiving this time so you gotta you gotta keep up you gotta do your best like that's uh, put yourself into the position to have options basically it's like mm -hmm. I tell the kids at school. Don't have to know what you'd want to do with life. You just got to be good enough at school to keep your options open. And that's Philly's first half. Agree. Interesting. I like that. All right. Well, there you have it. The 2021 Crouchies are in the books. I hope you all enjoyed it, by the way. ton of fun to just meme out, hand out some awards, hand out some hardware. It was a good show. This is a fun show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Before we do, though, first, uh, thank you to our newest patron, Hotel Bravo 1-1. And big thank you to our patron producers, Refined Bean, Ferdino, Battle Crab, Lotion, Reg Zane, Sir Gerthalot, Pork Chop, Sammy, Kasha67, Shara Nathan, Your Misery, Fabled Steven, Roger B, Chris R34444, Bronzebot, Boohow, and Hotel Bravo 1-1. If you like the show, please consider going to patreon.com slash tacticalcrouch to uh, pledge some support. We've got power rankings the next two weeks, and then we're into the Overwatch League season. We're right around the f corner, y'all. Also, Finally. big thank you to our resubs, Ferdino, Adriac, and P. Scott. Welcome back for 12 months. That's one year. Thank you, P. Scott. Congrats on the milestone. And pin to paper, thanks so much for your subs and your resubs. We really appreciate it. You can subscribe right here, twitch.tv slash kicked tripod. All right. That's it for us, though. Uh, let's go ahead. Shoutouts for the week. Where can people find you? Jill, let's go with you first, man. Um, you can find me on all, those, all the socials at Volmo. That's V-O-L-A-M-E-L. Um, I got to, you know, thanks to, to Mineral from the Boston Uprising to um, give me a pretty candid uh, interview and and I got to tell the story of of their rebuild through his eyes and his experience with the team. Um very insightful if you're excited for Boston's, you know, 2021 bid, so go check that out on GG Recon. Um got some Valorant stuff in the works. Um and yeah, just generally excited to get into uh get it get to April and get to get to watching some Overwatch finally. Um and yeah, pretty much it. Cool. Uh <laughs> Yiska, what about you? Shoutouts to the week. Where can people find you? So, um, currently it's like preparation season, pretty much, right? Like trying to get ready for a couple of big things happening. Also, of course, the season start, whatnot. I'm active in Overwatch still. Uh, actually, have a pretty dope thing lined up that you guys probably won't get to see for a while, but it's it's pretty sweet. Um, otherwise, Scrimbox Stock Exchange. I hope next week. Um, of course, we're also going to have the, uh, power rankings kind of coming up soon. I will probably have that on the day that we do ours, uh, if I do them in uh, writing, but yeah, like, um, I'll take this weekend and 
dive into the Scrimbox and see whatever is in the stars. Sweet. All right. Well, as for me, you can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at youtube.com slash kicktripodyt. Pretty busy, so I'm not doing a whole lot of outside content. Um, rating Tuesdays and Sundays, and I stream there if you want to just hang out and talk about the show and chat and whatever else. Otherwise, um, yeah. We're, this year's crazy, man. It's crazy. Ugh. Anyways, chat, thanks for hanging out with us today. Hope you had a great one. We will see you next time for Tactical Crouch. Power rankings next week. Maybe see you Friday for anime night. Yeah. And I don't know. Joe and I were talking about maybe playing some games this afternoon. So maybe we'll see you for those. We'll let you know. Either way. Stay tuned. Look in the discord. Yep. Look in the discord. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.